Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday Night Theater Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD. You can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? Doing great. How are you? Doing great, thanks. How's the weather? Good. It's, it's getting warmer. It's, yeah. you know, just since we recorded the last episode, yeah. uh, it's gone down three degrees, but it's still pretty hot here. Okay. So, yeah, it's warming up. It's officially gone up from... 15 degrees celsius to 16 celsius and it's now 61 fahrenheit so getting a little warmer but uh, i'd like to think that people come here for the gilmore girls but they really enjoy the weather at the beginning i've actually been getting a lot of people who who yeah say positive things about the the weather even Mm -hmm. though it's you know it's a very casual thing for us to talk about but people enjoy it but also it's kind of like all is well you know I've also been getting a lot of people who were telling me, like, I was in a bit of a funk with this whole COVID thing, mm-hmm. started watching the show, and it's been raising my spirit. So, A+. plus. Oh, really? Yeah. Yay! I, lo- love I look at you laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, you know, it's a nice show to lift the spirits. So, yeah. even when it's got... Just like Gilmore Girls is comfort food. It really for is. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Or trying to say. Except for when you've got Dean on, and then in which case you have to <sighs> exercise a little bit of hatred, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, we bond over that, so it's cool. It's okay. Yeah. Dean seems like the kind of guy that would have gotten me tooed at this point. You know what I mean? Would have gotten you what? Me tooed. Oh! Okay. I kind of feel that. I kind of feel like he would. You know what I mean? Like, he just seems well, like. We already talked about, too, like, just for now, some of the stuff he did is, like, especially when he did the. He made the car for Rory and he, she wouldn't say she loved him back. How, you know, borderline abusive that was, his behavior towards her, right? Yeah. I mean, that was. And I, it may be. It may have been abusive. I'm trying to remember what exactly it was now. But yeah, there's his behavior. And again, it does not fit with who Lorelai is to to just accept him it doesn't there's some there's some issues with continuity and characters and who they accept in their lives but again we have max so yeah well yeah. max is largely done with i was trying yeah. trying to rack my brain yeah. on when like if or when we see max again and i don't think we, we do. don't i think max is ever done. i don't think so <gasps> really yeah so poor okay, went out for I, max now i feel sad <laughs> not really <laughs> Um, I don't think this is much of a spoiler, but like they have the revival show, um, where they like brought back like practically everybody. And I don't think Max was in that now that I'm thinking about it. So I I have to confess, I watched some of that because I was just curious. Oh, I know. I know. See, but this is part of our podcast relationship is that we're transparent with each other. There we go. (laughs) See, podcast intimacy. So yeah, so I watched part and I'm like, what? Yeah, so no max. Yep, no max. Yep. Um, but you know, I, I, uh, to be, to be honest though, I didn't watch it all the way through. I just fast forwarded through, so I really don't know what's going on. But I wanted to see who was in it, oh. and I did. Yeah, so he might have been in. I didn't see it, but the parts they fast forwarded in, I didn't see him. So, oh, apparently Max shows up in season three. So I am apparently. Oh, he does. Yeah, maybe that's a. According to a wiki, thing. yeah, it must be, because I'm thinking I'm like, well. yeah, um, okay, yeah, I thought it was them, but apparently not. So, 
Uh, correction, apparently Max shows up in season three again. So help us God. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're here to talk about Like Mother, Like Daughter, the seventh episode of season two. And uh, yeah, this is a episode where I I, uh, I felt personally attacked a little bit when they were like, oh, um, Rory doesn't socialize because I feel like for a lot of people, they don't socialize like that. Like, there's mm-hmm. people who are very comfortable just listening to her Walkmans. Or and I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's able that. to play with a book. Yeah. If anything, but I can also see where this narrative of, you know, at the school, you have to, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I think there's a character that actually said that this episode of the last one. Yeah. Um, about getting into the Ivy League schools. Now, if you already have a family history being at the Ivy League school, like, with with uh richard it's yale um yeah you would think that you already have kind of an in uh but that's a really strong emphasis at the school what and and how great is that that she's comfortable just that's her unwinding yeah i wonder too if there's a little bit of the columbine effect because that would have happened like a few years before this oh yeah so maybe that was a part of yeah maybe we should talk a little bit about that that there was um kids that were kind of but like they refer to her as a loner yeah. and i think that was a buzzword at the time uh because it was just it was it was kind of in i don't want to get too far into this but um but the term loner was thrown around a lot um yeah. as a possible indicator of you know mental health which you can be an introvert and relaxed by being by yourself Mm-hmm. That does not mean that you're a loner. And, you know, what no. is loner anyway, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's just, it, it's interesting because it brings up a lot of just questions about how we tell people how they should socialize. And I think in in our society, at least, I think extroverts tend to be rewarded over introverts. Yes. And I think we really need to pay attention to the fact that introverts have made huge contributions to society. And being an introvert doesn't mean that you don't like people. Or you yeah. can't socialize. It means you relax by being by yourself. Yeah, that's what that means. So, you know, back off the introverts, leave them alone. Yeah, there. But I mentioned that because I did think, like, I wonder if in the context of that, that was something that people were a little more concerned about at that time. Someone being alone or mm-hmm. like, you know, I, and I don't want to say it's fair or if it's necessarily warranted, but I just think maybe that was something that was, uh, you know, more so a, a I, product of its time. I would recommend that people watch, um, I believe it's Dylan Klebold's mother um, gives a TED talk about um, that she did not see the signs of homicidal tendencies in him. Um, and then, you know, what she what she would have or should have done differently. And so that's a really powerful TED talk. So I recommend you watch that. And she goes around to speak to different suicidology conferences. So suicidology, the study of suicide. Um, so... Um, she's done a lot of work with what she's been through. Um, right. So, yeah, so I would I would watch her TED Talk. And that explains a little bit more of that Columbine effect we're talking about. Because that was yeah. 99, right? Yeah, and the show, this would have aired in like 2001, I want to say, 2002. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah. that far removed. Actually, November 13th, 2001. So, yeah, it, okay. it had to have been something that would have been. Right, the forefront. I, mean, right. I, don't, I don't think they mention it. I think the show does a good job of not 
referencing these things in a way where it's a little too of its time. They um, rarely reference current events. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like they do the pop culture stuff, but very rarely. But it's it's like throwback to like '60s a lot of times. Yeah, but I it would have been interesting if somebody had made like a reference to the Call of Mind Shooter or something like that, in those mm-hmm. movies, just to sort of like indicate why it was such a problem for them. Because part of me is like, this is not a problem at all. But part of me is thinking, I'm sure in that time they would go, oh yeah, of course it's a problem. But it also pushed this plot point forward too, so we have to think about that too. Yeah. And there was a good payoff there at the end with her talking to Headmaster Charleston. So, um, right, and we and there's another kid that was part of the secret society initiation that decides that she wants to sit with Rory and read a book. Yeah, and so she felt more comfortable being herself. Yeah, and it was like in Rory's eyes, like you know, she's made a friend, even if that friend and her don't really talk that much. They just sit together and read their books. Mm-hmm. You know, still an activity they're doing together. So. Well, and that's and that's also the sign of a good friend, right? Like you can you can do an activity that doesn't involve actually interacting, and you get along just fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, this episode uh, really focuses on uh, the fact that Rory doesn't do much at school with her or other uh, classmates, which I was like, that's totally fair because a lot of her well, who would want to? Yeah. Yeah, based on what we know about them. Yeah. Like, like who's gonna want to just go hang out with Tristan or um Right. Uh, you know, any of Not like they've been super nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So no, I just thought it was funny. I'm like, do you know what these people are like? Like Right. Anyways. Do you do you work at the school? <laughs> do you, do you, do you even go here? <laughs> yeah. But then also too they made point of um or Rory or Lorelai, sorry's uh, lack of involvement as well. So the episode is mm-hmm. kind of about both right. of them getting a little more involved uh, to varying degrees of success. You can tell it. If anything, it was actually kind of interesting to watch that Lorelai seemingly had a pretty good time with what she was mm-hmm. doing. Like she got right. into that meeting. Uh, she was able to hold her own and she made the suggestion of holding the fundraiser uh, fashion show at the end, yeah. which went well. Like it was nice to see that like for for Lorelai, this was something that she was so hesitant about, but she was right. really in her comfort zone. You could tell she was actually mm-hmm. enjoying it quite a bit. So um, I liked it for that. Uh, but Rory, you know, she seemingly is having a good time until uh, she gets busted by Headmaster Charleston and uh, mm-hmm. he decides to tell her about how, you know, this is she's going to be suspended, and she makes a point that he told her to socialize, which she did. Socialize, exactly right. That, and now she's being suspended for that, which isn't fair. Which right. is, I, to be fair, completely honest, yeah, it is not fair. Um, also, too, it's like really suspension for ringing a bell, like that's like right. It, and Lorelai, Lorelai, you know, kind of teases her about that, like, oh, what did you do? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, you rang a bell. Ooh, you know. I just, thought it was interesting that like they made a big deal out of this bell and i'm like it's not like they spray painted a wall or tore something down or broke something and they were maybe it's a prestigious old bell or how about just breaking the headmaster's office they kind of left out that part of the conversation maybe that's the real reason why they were right but um yeah pretty pretty um in terms of, like, the events of the episode, like, yeah, it was pretty simple. Them just, like, trying to get out and do more. But at the same time, too, they're both, you know, a little hesitant. But, again, I think for 
uh, Lorelai. She had a little more fun, although she got a little upset when she saw Luke um, flirting with the other mom, which right. which I, I like their exchange at the end of the episode where, like, even though he tells her that she was just asking for directions, Lorelai's still yelling at him, even though she's like, okay. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, like she didn't even, he didn't even get, give good shortcut directions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what fun. she is. Yeah. She's yeah. like, everybody knows the shortcut is this way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no tension there. No, no. Um, but yeah. So, um, I think uh, pretty pretty much a simple-ish episode. Although, I did mm-hmm. like the moment where Emily and uh, Lorelai are walking down the runway. And you can tell Emily's just having the time of her life. Oh, yeah. Lorelai's like, how did I get ripped into wearing this? It's something that's so not her. Well, it's interesting that, like, Emily, I don't think ever is, like, infectiously up, like, fun. Up, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that Lorelai's almost like, yeah, great like, time. Mm-hmm. Like, like, she's fun. Like, what do I do with this? I'm right. not used to my mom right. being fun, but you can tell she was kind of getting into it at the end there. But, uh, no. And then she says the best quote, which is. Oh, look at these people that you tried to run away from. Look how much you're enjoying being with them or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then she just leaves <laughs> or something. You know, like she just she just drops the mic and goes. <laughs> no, that I mean well, the little cut ahead of here, but that was my favorite line too, because it mm-hmm. was uh true. Like, you know, she's ran away from this life for so long and here she is, she's actually having fun and she didn't even realize it right. would be. So Right. Well, and it breaks a lot of stereotypes, too, I think, that, you know, yeah. here she joins with these women, and it looked like she was assuming that she was going to have a good time, and they just seemed like regular women, yeah. so. Uh, we do have an email uh, from someone oh. like Karen. Karen says, Emily was really rocking that outfit, wasn't she? I agree. She was. She looked good, yeah. Yeah. I just like that actress. Oh, I yeah. The other stuff she's- I think she was rocking that, that outfit because... The way that she was uh, just strutting around. She's kind of strutting, yeah. Yeah. So, no, good on, good night, Emily. She was having a fun time. Yep. Um. Okay, favorite performance in this episode? Hmm. I have to say Luke, just a look of bewilderment where she's just kind of, <laughs> where Lorelai just, 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 I, I guess just being rude to him and just being crabby with him and, He's and I think the way that he could have really overplayed that character. Yeah. He could have really overplayed it. But it's just like, well, I just gave her directions. You yeah. know, like it, it's they're the they're the perfect kind of compliment to each other, those characters. So I I would say him. Yeah. Um, I'll go with Emily. I thought she was pretty great in this. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. She, you get a little bit of all sides of Emily. You get the side of her where she was like yeah. being, being a little short and snippy. Got a part of her where mm-hmm. she was being a lot of fun. Then you have her dropping realness on uh, Lorelai as well. So mm-hmm. we really get and all the leaving. <laughs> yeah, that was the best part. She's like, yeah. bye. You just get all, all all the best parts of Emily in one episode. It's really a mm-hmm. it's like a greatest hits of Emily episode, really. Mm-hmm. So the rainbow of emotions of Emily. Yeah. 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 And again, not overplayed, which would be really easy to do. Yeah. But there's been a lot of talk recently about bringing the show back again. And mm. um, because apparently uh, Lauren Graham said that she now has a clause in all of her contracts where she, she has can to, drop. 
drop mm-hmm. what she's doing to work on the Gilmore Girls again. Um, a friend of mine actually sent that to me because she knows I do the podcast. Yeah, she's like, "Look at this!" I'm like, "Ooh, I'm getting contract information." <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so yeah, she has that added so she can drop at any time because I guess because of the pandemic, she was on some interview that she had to go fly back and forth or she couldn't she had to film some of her scenes from wherever she was filming the Mighty Ducks show for the Gilmore Girls revival or something like that. Like she was having to go back and forth. I think she films that actually here in Vancouver, funny enough. So. Oh, she does? Yeah, I keep hoping that I run into her. Oh, because if she's in Canada, then she can't go back to the U.S. right now. Yeah, I think so. But uh, I'm just going to say, if I ran into her in, in public, I would not be able to keep my cool. Not by long shot. So. I think that's okay. Yeah. I think every so often it's okay to lose your cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about our favorite quote. What was your favorite reference? I don't remember any references in this episode. What was yours? Um, I think there was like... Uh, I think like like Lorelai made a Fat Albert one, which I guess is probably a little problematic considering right. Cosby. But I was like, "Hey, Fat Albert, who's <laughs> making Fat Albert references these days? Nobody, except for Lorelai." But right. yeah, there was there wasn't a whole lot. I think there was like a Zsa Zsa Gabor one. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But, now now I'm living with Zsa Zsa or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there wasn't a lot in this episode. So right. Um, oh, and then we have Lemon. Lemon. Lemon, yeah, the character Lemon. She's isn't she one of the? She's one of the women in the booster group. Oh yeah, named Lemon. Yeah. There's a little exchange about her name. Like, doesn't oh. Lorelai say that's a weird name or something? And or Laurel like Lemon says that's a weird name, and she's like, well, you know, speak for yourself or whatever. Yeah. There's some kind of interview between them. That was really quick, but I thought that's pretty funny. Yeah, well, I think she says, like, she calls herself, like, Lem or something like that, so. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, and then and then Emily goes to one of the women in the boosters group and says, that, oh, I don't know if my daughter's going to show up to this. Oh, and Lorelai's yeah. just like, of course, you know, of course she's going to do that. Yeah. But. Um... And she's kind of like, whatever, you know, because she's so used to it. She's so used to her mother meddling and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, the but um, yeah, that, that was uh, it for the episode. Any other mental health observations about this episode? I think just that that stereotyping of what we think kids' behavior should be, and I know that that's not typical for. I don't want to give the impression that that's typical for any um, school counseling person because that's not that's not how school counselors would would do stuff. So I just want to stick up for school counselors and say that's not typical behavior. And I, and you know, a lot of it was to further a plot point. That being said, I think we also need to be aware that, you know, there are people that are introverts that, you know, again, extroverts tend to be rewarded in our society. And we really need to look at the fact that introverts have contributed a lot to society. There's a really good book by Susan Cain, C-A-I-N, called uh, Quiet, and I recommend that one because it talks about introverts. And again, it's not being shy. It's not being um, asocial. Uh, it's just that you relax by being by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just feel like it, there was probably some, like, 
lash back from the whole Columbine thing. And it's just weird because the show never mentions it, so it's hard to know for sure if that was the case. That's why I'd be really interested to talk to, like, Amy Sherman Palladino and ask her, like, hey, mm-hmm. was this something that you actually... Um... I'm, I'm assuming that was part of it because at the time, that that's still something that gets brought up frequently. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because of all the school shootings we've had. Uh, but at that time, yes, it was brought up quite frequently. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I would just be kind of curious if they were to ever, if they were to ever like do something like like confirm that or something, but uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We'll have to look and see if there was an interview with her around the time of this episode. You would think as part of the press junket, right, that they would do interviews about the episodes, or no? No, press junkets are more for movies, right? Yeah, like I think the most they've ever done is they did like some for like the revival, but they were all very much like talking about how they were more or less like, Hey, we're back, back to be back. I don't think they were getting like really like specific on episodes. Okay. But you know what would be great is if we get one of the actors on, I'm sure they could maybe tell us. Mm-hmm. I'm sure That'd they, be fun. We, we get the actor who plays Luke on. He would tell us for sure. Oh yeah. And, so, and it'd be interesting to find out how much do they, do they know about what the writers are writing and, and, does the writer ever let them have a say? And I think that really depends on the writer, probably. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think it's time to rate this episode. What would you give this episode a score of? Uh, I'd give it a 7.5. Okay. It was not one of my favorite ones. Uh, it felt a little bit like a filler, but at the same time, I think it really kind of pushed the story forward about letting people be themselves. And, right. um, and it's kind of interesting how... Rory's not allowed to be herself but at the same time. Lorelai is kind of being pushed to do a social thing she doesn't want to do and she ends up liking it. Yeah. And then we also have the other plot of Paris telling Rory, hey, you got to get me in the secret society. So that's, you know, pushing that relationship forward. So I see that it had a lot of, there was a lot of momentum in building characters, but at the same time, it was kind of a meh episode. So I'd say, yeah, 7.5. Okay, I give it an me. Eight. You know, I'll think a seven. Oh, you give it an eight? Wow. Okay. If only just because that Emily dancing on the runway was pretty great. <laughs> that was good. Yep. Yeah, that was my that that's my twenty twenty one energy going forward. I want to be like Emily dancing <laughs> on that on that runway. And I fully support you on that. Um. Well, Steph is over at stephaniesarkis.com and then Gaslighting is the book, Talking Brains is the podcast, and I'm over at threegreenerds.com where you can find content every other day. And uh, yeah, with that said, we're going to be back next time to talk about the ins and outs of ins. Bye for now. Bye.